That is from Highlands Worship. Good morning. You never fail us. It is Risenstein. It's Victory 91.5. It is Rosh Hashanah. It began last night uh, at sundown and continues until tomorrow at sundown. Joining us this morning, as he does for the feasts, and he's been doing this for uh, I think we years. started in like 2015, maybe. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. Could have been earlier. Yeah. Was that and- year 5777? Fifty-five. Seventy-five. Yeah, seventy-five. Leanne is still mathematical this early in the morning. Leanne is still writing fifty-seven seventy-eight on her checks. (laughs) (laughs) Which is always funny. Uh, Ray Haynes is in to teach on the Feast of Trumpets, Rosh Hashanah. And we begin this morning by telling you that this will all be posted up at victory.radio. And if you go to the top of that website, there's a little thing that says blog. Blog. Mm-hmm. Or you go to blog.victory.radio, either way. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is going to be a little bit different this morning because of the content. Rosh Hashanah and all the fall feasts are so full of information and stuff. Uh, you could just talk for, you know, days and days and days. And so uh, I had to, I'm going to just focus in on about five subjects. And because of some of the graphics and stuff like that, I am going to post the the notes earlier. Uh, in fact, as soon as we probably get done in, in the next couple, I'll post this section and then the next one. We're going to look at prophecy, then the gospel of the stars, which has got all the graphics in it. Uh, looking at the Magi and the birthday. It's the birthday, kind of like the Ohio State, except it's more important. <laughs> the birthday. Except they score. <laughs> Two, three, four. And then we're going to look at the traditions and end time. So it's going to be a really neat time. I, I start with the prophecy part of it because that's when I usually ask folks, what do you want to hear most? It's It tends to be, what is God going to do in in my life and in the land this coming year? And so this flips the calendar literally just like it's going to be 2019. This is 5779. It flips right now and begins something new. So if you had a lousy 2018, the good news is it's over. So <laughs> here comes a much better one. So the next four segments are all on prophecy. So as he said, uh, started last night, uh, it's called the Feast of Trumpets. It's an opportunity to remember and celebrate so many amazing events that all occurred or would occur on the first day of the biblical year. So we're talking sixth day of creation when God made Adam and Eve. 4,000 years later, Jesus came to earth to redeem mankind. He was called the second Adam, and he was born, same calendar date today. It's the real Christmas, so mm-hmm. if you want to give gifts, feel free. In the future, it's also the day to watch. The holy day initiates God's judgment and reward for mankind. It begins the tribulation. The rapture, the second coming, kicks off the 10 days of awe. This, if there ever was a day to remind you, repent, this is it, mm-hmm. and to humble yourself in his presence. It's a call for us us who are God's witnesses to lift up our voices like a trumpet to bring in a harvest of souls. When you hear Feast of Trumpets, you should hear witness. Declare the word of the Lord. Love people. Pray for people. This is that season. It's a day today when the prophetic calendar flips on the year ahead. So I'm going to take an in-depth look at what's coming in the year ahead during the biblical year 5779. Now, just a reminder biblical calendar. It's a little odd. It doesn't start with day one of creation. It starts with day six because uh, everything else was as preparation for us. It's when God created man in his image. So it's day six of creation. Adam and Eve made it to day 10. 
when they brought sin into the perfect world, were tossed out of the garden, and uh, that's now called Yom Kippur. And we'll be back in 10 days to uh, celebrate, well, not really celebrate, but to share on Yom Kippur. God had an awesome plan to fix it. He put spring feasts and fall feasts to prepare his people for two things. His first coming, his second coming. When he came for the spring feasts, he fulfilled every last one of them, not just to the day, but to the hour. So since the fall feasts tend to mark the time he'll judge the world and the world, celebrating them helps us be ready for when he comes again. Mm. So it's important. It's not just, you know, a little fluffy kind of time. Leviticus 23 tells us this. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the people of Israel saying, in the seventh month on the first day of the month, you shall observe a day of complete rest, a holy convocation commemorated with trumpet blasts. Right now think, because you probably don't have a trumpet, think worship. Think mm. just praise. Think anytime you open your mouth, that's a trumpet to God. All right. That's the word sound is is the voice of God. Same word for trumpet blast is the voice of God. So whether you're praying or declaring or worshiping, the trumpet blast, that's what today is. You shall not work at your occupations and you shall present the Lord's offering by fire. Okay, so 5779, all right? We're going to look in the Hebrew to understand it. Now, Hebrew numbers are letters and stories, and truly, I do not understand it. The universe functions in a very mathematical way, a very intentional way. Mm -hmm. Every year has scriptures that prophetically speak to it. But I get this question so often, I want to try to give you at least a little answer. Why could we possibly look at numbers like 5779 and discern anything? So before he, remember this is about creation, before he could create the universe, God needed to create a language to use, all right? Because he spoke. So in creating Hebrew, he also created the building blocks of the universe. Mm -hmm. We don't think about that a whole lot. So they're not like English letters and numbers, which really don't have any effect on time or how or when God moves. But Hebrew numbers and letters are literally connected to the word, not just mm -hmm. pulling something out of the air. And it's connected to how God is moving to advance his kingdom. So it flows with the word. So that's why the numbers and letters are so valuable for encountering him. It is different. I'll grant you that. And no, I, I after all these years, I still don't understand it. So <laughs> stop trying. But the number nine is the letter Tate, T-E-T. The pictograph, so remember you're on that part of the world, so you don't have like letters like in English, you have pictures. So these pictograph it looks a little bit like the letter U in English, kind of if you did a little flowery, but it looks like kind of like a coiled snake, looks like a basket, or, and you'll love this one, being surrounded, since you love that song. This, Ooh. you are right in time for your song all year long, just play it over <laughs> and over and over. So think back here, 5778, eight was about our walls and borders and boundaries being adjusted. So take a moment, let's reflect back on the last 12 months. It could have been a pleasant year, probably was a challenging year, but as God adjusted your territory inside and out, spiritually, emotionally, and physically, probably affected your relationships, where you live or work, your boundaries and borders were moved all around. That's what happens in eight. So... <laughs> <laughs> Don't you just want to know what's coming up for 5779? What's ahead? So let me look 10 years back. That's one way to simply do it. In my own life, going to go back to 2009, there could be some general, general similarities for you. So 
Uh, regardless, though, uh, of what happened a decade ago, God's going to move uniquely in your life this year to bring about his will and purpose. So let's look at nine, which is the ninth letter in their alphabet. 2009, you were surrounded by God's presence in China. Mm. That's true. Okay, continue. Wow. Sorry. Well, and keep thinking because you'll mm -hmm. be amazed because as it comes this year, it's going to have that very same kind of feel to it. And mm. I mean, there'll be a lot of differences, but I'm I'm amazed at um, at uh, the things that kind of flowed through. So the meaning of Hebrew numbers and letters are determined by how they're used in the Word of God. Tate was first used in the phrase, and God saw the light that it was good. And good is the word Tove. That's the first use of that letter. And God divided the light from the darkness. All right, so think about that. There's a paradox. Light was good, but God separated the light from darkness. So both of the words for pure and impure, that's clean and unclean scripturally, both begin with the letter Tate. Mm. The word Tove, or good, is like the pain of childbirth. Nobody believes it's good, but they believe it's beneficial. Mm because that pain through going through it they receive a new life so even though you're thinking good what you're really thinking is beneficial just like what he said the first hit the light it's good this is good he didn't mean like we think good he was saying it's beneficial this is perfect for what i'm about to do so he's introducing something and so it's it's kind of a process if you will tet has that uh, or tate has that hidden aspect to it like a womb surrounds and protects it's hidden but it's good and necessary god is at work in ways we can't see so this year requires trust so i'm going to jump back 10 years and show you an example from my life next excellent ray haynes teaching on the feast of trumpets rosh hashanah go to victory.radio we'll be posting up uh pictures and and charts and graphs and pie charts and and uh, and of course uh, all of the audio from today. Mm -hmm. Come on back in just a little bit for part two. Dutton and Associates really.